family happy friday welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving today we're going to look at psalm 51 reading from the new international version have mercy on me O god according to your unfailing love according to your great compassion blot out my transgressions wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict, and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time of my my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness, even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, you who are God my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I will bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the sacrifices of righteousness and burnt offerings offered whole. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Can you hear a familiar voice or familiar tone in this psalm? Come on, I think you can. You think you know who wrote it? You are correct. Our buddy David. (laughs) And it is a psalm of lament, but a different tone, would you say, than the ones that we have studied thus far. Even though he is lamenting, there is a hope in this lament. At least that's what I feel when I read it. But you know what? This psalm can be broken down into six acts as if it were a play. Here we go. So act one is the cry for forgiveness. David begins with, have mercy on me, right? He asks God to wipe away his sin, to cleanse him. He's asking for forgiveness. Act two is the admittance of sin. David acknowledges his sin. Do you know of a person who never can seem to admit when they're wrong (laughs) or see the part they play in an argument? I'm sure you know, I know people like that. I'm sure you know people like that. But this isn't godly behavior. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being able to admit failure or sin is part of maturity. (laughs) We have to be able to look at ourselves 
realistically and see that we are flawed and to admit our flaw and then move past it, hopefully, which is act three, the request to cleanse. David then, after admitting his transgressions, asked God to cleanse him, to cleanse him with hyssop, which I believe was a plant that had healing properties back in that day. But once again, he acknowledges that he needs help and that the help he needs can only be given by God. Act four, commitment to living a holy life. Ooh, that's a big one, isn't it? To live holy. Remember, holy is being set apart. So you're going to do things differently than everyone else around you because you are a daughter of the son of the most high God. David commits to living holy. It won't be easy, though. It won't be easy. It wasn't easy for David. He had some, you know, failures. It won't be easy for for us, but it will be worth it. David asked God to give him a pure heart, a steadfast spirit, joy, and a willing spirit. And to me, that's a prayer right there. (laughs) Act 5, David dedicates his life to the Lord. A dedication to live for God. So after making, you know, his request to God and he asked God to help him live holy, then he says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to dedicate my life to live holy for you. And this will be an example or, or a, um, this will be the fruit that I will bear as a result of of my living holy. That's what David is saying. And the examples that he gives, you know, we find in verses 10, 14, he talks about teaching others about God, you know, to the transgressions for them to come to them so that they won't sin anymore. Right? Isn't that amazing? Teaching others how to live holy for God and to actively praise God and to remember that he's no better than anyone else. I think that's wonderful for a king, for David to say, you know, to help me have a contrite heart. That's humility right there. And then act six is God gets the glory as he always does. You know, to pay tribute to God is to give him glory. And so that's how David ends. He ends with saying, may it please God that all the work that God does within David, within um, the children of Israel, remember they use the term Zion here, that it be prosperous so that people may look toward Israel, for our case, will look toward us and see God and get the glory, right? Everything that we do should bring honor and glory to our God. And so today, you know, we have another Psalm that I believe that we can pray because we're no different than David, are we not, in this six-act psalm? So let's use this template for a prayer today to ask God for forgiveness, to admit our sins, to ask God to cleanse us, then to commit to doing better, to dedicate your life to the Lord, being a servant to him, and in everything that you do, that you can bring him glory which we've stated this over and over again, (laughs) caregiving is a ministry. And what you do is bringing honor and glory to God. He decided to put you in this season for his own reason. I don't know what it is. 
I still don't know why he chose me, mama, but he did. And then our role as his servants is to say yes, and then to ask him to help us to do that, which he's doing every day for you. And as you continue to walk out your season of caregiving, know that it is bringing God glory, that other people are seeing your actions, and you're bringing a wonderful testimony to the faithfulness of God. Let's pray. Lord, we come thanking you for this psalm, which is a very good template of how we can approach the throne to you daily, coming to you acknowledging that we have sinned. It may not have been our intent. I hope it was not anyone's intent to actively or intentionally sin, but we sin and we come before you asking for forgiveness to help us to, to do right, to be better. We ask you to cleanse our hearts, Father. Give us a pure heart, a steadfast spirit, a willing spirit to do your will, to allow, to allow the joy that you've placed in us to come forth, and then to help us to live a life that is dedicated to you, where we do teach others that it is good to put their faith and trust in you, the all-knowing God, the all-loving God, the God who is in cahoots with his creation. You are not a God who stands afar off and judge. You are a God who is right here with us, who loves and who cares deeply about what we do and what we go through. And we thank you, Father, for your heart, because it was your heart that you extended to us in love that allowed us to come before you as we know now through our Savior, Jesus Christ, to be able to call you, Father, to be reunited to you. And we say thank you. In everything that we do, Lord, we want you to have the glory. Bless the caregivers out there. Help them to feel your love. Ease their pain and their sorrow. And help them to continue to put one foot in front of the other. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my podcast family, when you pray today, later on, use this as a template and go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.